whatever your hands, whatever you as a human, as, as, as a tradesperson can do with his or her bare hands, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years is going to go by and no machine, no robot, no computer will ever do what you can do with your bare hands. Mm. That's what makes us unique. Okay? During times of crisis, it's going to be us who they're going to call upon. Hello and welcome to the Chip Away Podcast. My name's Adam and I talk with passionate construction professionals and try to chip away at what it is to build, create and shape the landscape we live in. My guest for this episode is Hugo from Plumbing Against Everyone. Hugo is a journeyman plumber from New York City and is the creator of the movement and Instagram page Plumbing Against Everyone, previously known as Plumbing Versus Everybody. His mission statement is as following. We continue to believe that our goal is to take the plumbing trade to a new and higher level of respect. Respect begins amongst us. This is a movement. I love the edgy title and the deep passion and integrity that drives Hugo to be vocal in his support for his trade and his fellow sisters and brothers that make it what it is. Hugo is exactly what a modern leader looks like in our industry. He's dedicated, humble, passionate and focused on the craftsmanship and the empowerment of plumbers worldwide. Hugo's character shines through in this podcast and it was a pleasure to get to speak with him. Iron sharpens iron, as Hugo says, and plumbing against everyone are leading the way by inspiring plumbers worldwide. Okay, Hugo, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate I appreciate your time, brother. For for people who don't know you from Instagram, if you could give a, a quick bio of yourself and who you are and what you do, and then we'll jump into your journey as a plumber. Totally. Uh, my name is Hugo Sahid. Uh, I was born in uh, Mexico and raised in the United States in the city of New York. I came to New York when I was uh, three years old. I'm 34 right about now. And uh, I've been living, like I said, in New York City for the past, I don't know, let's do the math, three, 31 years. And uh, I started plumbing in 2007. Okay. That's exactly when I started plumbing, 2007. Nice. So so what, what got you into plumbing? How did that happen? I know, you know, in my own situation, for example, I have a lot of tradesmen in my family. That was kind of what started me down that path. What was it for you? What did you have growing up, you know, as a younger child before you kind of went out into the workforce? Did you have interest in that sort of practical work? Was that something that you were brought up around? Well, actually to, um, first of all, uh, I am like the very, very first plumber in my family. Oh, wow. I don't any other plumber in my family. Yeah. Uh, what got me into plumbing was, uh, a friend of mine, a real, real close friend of mine. Uh, I had graduated from high school. I really didn't know what, what I wanted to do with my life. So I, I, I ventured and I moved down to the, the state of Florida, down, in, uh, down to South Beach, Miami. And um, I came across the point where I felt like I was just wasting my time. And I came back to New York, long story short, 2000, early 2007, I was in Florida, then came back. Uh, ran into my best friend, into a real, real close friend of mine. And he asked me, hey, listen, uh, what, are you, what are you up to? Like, what are you trying to do with your life? And I told him the truth. I don't know. And he said, listen, have you ever thought of learning a trade? 
I'm like, what's the trait? And he's like, well, plumbing is the trait. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I remember I used to work at a restaurant. I used to work as a, as a food expediter and, and as a busboy, cleaning tables, setting up tables. And uh, he told me, listen, you're going to start working at uh, earning $75 a day. And living in New York City, $75 a day is not much. Mm. It's really not much. And I had to pay rent. I had to pay, obviously, feed myself, commute. And um, I gave it a shot. I said, why not? I mean, I'm going to learn. Mm. And I went into the, into the plumbing, fresh, didn't even know how to hold a hammer or a screwdriver. Didn't know nothing. Didn't know the fittings. Didn't know nothing at all whatsoever. But I do remember my, uh, my friend. His name is Jesus, by the way. He, uh, he said, all I need you to have is a tape measure, a level, a marker, a pen or pencil, and a notepad. And try to make notes of everything that I'm doing as I go. I'm going to try to teach you as much as I can, but it's on you. And I'm like, sure, why not? And that's how my plumbing journey began. As a helper, uh, getting, setting the truck up, unloading tools, uh, cleaning fittings, arranging the, 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 the cast iron fittings because I work a lot of cast iron. Uh, and um, running out, getting the coffee for the rest of the guys, the water, running out to the food truck and buying the lunch. You know, I used to get a list of what the guys would eat and I'd run out and get it. And uh, I'm like, that was it. As soon as I seen what, what I can do, what a man and what a man or a woman can do with his or her bare hands, to me, that was beyond. Like, I'm like, this is where I need to be at. Mm. I, I did try college, but um, I'm like, who am I kidding? Like, college ain't for me. So I was like, I'm just going to stop wasting my time and stop wasting my money because I had to pay out of pocket. And 2007, that's when my plumbing journey began. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. so from there, did you, uh, so you were first like, uh, over here, we'd call it maybe like a laborer. And then did, do you have a formal apprenticeship that you started at, at any point? I didn't, I didn't start a, a, a formal apprenticeship. I did try. I, I try um, getting an apprenticeship through the the union, mm. the UA out here in the city of New York, but um, it was just very very difficult. Um, mm. I actually stood in line to get an an application. I literally had to probably. Um, I remember I got there. They were giving out the applications Monday morning. I was there Saturday afternoon, and I slept in the street wow. just to get an application. That's how bad people want to get into the local one plumbers union in new york city like they want to really get into their program people will like line out like they'll camp out three days four days in advance just to get an application and um i did i i was ranked number out of a uh, a thousand applications they they give um i was ranked 575 and then um i got another letter there were that i have i was now ranking 232 but after that, I never heard back from the union. And uh, I, I mean, the apprenticeship program, never got back from them, never heard from them. Mm -hmm. But that didn't discourage me. I'm like, I'm just going to keep doing my thing. I'm just going to keep reading the books. I actually got a hold of the New York City Plumbing Code book. Mm. 
and from time to time I try to read it and try to understand what's what's what and try to understand the science and the theory behind what I do and I'm basically I've been taught by uh, most of the people which I've worked with which are good good mechanics and amazing uh, master plumbers what we call a, new, a licensed plumber it's a, it's called a, a licensed master plumber that's the official name mm-hmm. so I learned through I learned through them you know asking mm. and give him a call calling the master plumber hey listen what's this why am I doing this this way why not that way and they'll break it down for me and that's how I started understanding mm. but I literally was a laborer yeah basically when I started in 2007 okay Cool. So, so now are you kind of like officially a qualified plumber? How does that yeah, work? Qualified, uh, qualified journeyman. I see. Got you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, man. I'm just thinking while you're talking, um, and I wanted to ask you at some point, but New York city must be a really unique place to be a plumber. You know, I, I don't, I've never been there, but it's quite right. a, you know, when they first built that city, there's so much like underground sewer systems and stuff like that. I mean, in comparison to what I'm used to here over in New Zealand, it must be a pretty fascinating place to to do your trade in terms of, you know, if you could pick a city to be a plumber and New York must be a pretty cool place to do it. You know, yeah, it, it's it's just amazing. You know, New York City, it's obviously it's, it's a, it's not an ancient city, but it's a pretty old city. Mm. And I've, I've seen plumbing that's more than 150 years old mm-hmm. and it's still working it's still servicing it's it's, it's still going mm-hmm. and one thing i've learned and i've learned to understand about plumbing is that um i mean plumbing is it's, it's a huge field and within plumbing there's like so many divisions you know so many branches to it and i obviously i am one of those branches i am uh repiping and alteration specialists and working in New York city. I've learned to, I've, I've learned to um, master working in such limited spaces. Mm. I mean, as we all know, New York city is always building up high, you know, you can't build to the sides. New York city just builds up high, high, high. And they, we've, I guess as like in like in every other city, they've mastered how to work in such small spaces. But one thing I like about New York City is just the fact that it's all cast iron. You know, mm. it's all mm. cast iron. It's, it's, it's lead and oakum. It's, it's pack and pouring. And New York City has its own. New York City doesn't follow any other code but its own code. Mm-hmm. So that's very unique, you know, like um, working in New York City. I don't really have to worry about a universal plumbing code. It's just like New York City code and that's it. Mm. And um, it's just working in uh, the underground sewers are, are amazing. It's just like, I'm like, wow, like back to, back to what I said earlier, like it's just amazing what, what a human can do with his bare hands. Yes. Back to square one. Like I used to see that. I used to dig trenches. I used to pinpoint where the main sewers were at. Took on about four, five, eight inches, 10 inches. And you're like, wow. Like man would literally grab these pipes, put them on the ground, pack them with oakum, and then pour lead. That's just amazing. Yeah. So it was that and so much going on that I tell people, like, believe it or not, like, I mean, me personally, there's a sense of pride knowing that I am a plumber in the city of New York. I've been to other cities. I've been to 
I've been to LA. I've been to Chicago. I, I've been to, uh, obviously, I lived in Miami. And I'm very respectful of their plumbing and the way they do things. But there's just something that always ties me back to New York City. And I'm like, I come back to New York. And I'm like, wow, there's no place like New York. I mean, the way we learn plumbing, I mean, we got four seasons, you know, mm. winter, fall, you name it, summer. Winter is also one of the most amazing times of the year. You get to see these plumbing and heating mechanics working with these huge boilers that got to pump steam at, I don't know how many, more than I think 180 pounds of pressure to pump steam to the last floor on these high risers. Like, that's just amazing. Yeah. Um, working with four inch, three inch, five inch uh, steam pipes with pipe wrenches. It's like, it's like, it's big to me. It means a lot, you know? <laughs> mm, yeah, no, I, I get it. Definitely. Yeah. I like it. And, and, uh, you know, I'm wondering if we could talk a little bit about, you've said how you started off and how you got your start and yeah, maybe if we can fill in the gaps between then and now yeah. you say a lot about, and I've heard it before and, and I totally agree when you realize what you can do with your hands, it just, it blows your mind. If you really, if you really love your trade, it's, it's so easy to get up and go to work every day because you know you're always learning and that learning is, is really powerful. It's empowering to yourself. You know, when you started off, perhaps you didn't know what you want to do with your life and now you look back on those years and now you know what you can do with your own hands and what you can create. Uh, it's pretty cool. So, so yeah, what was your kind of journey from, you know, getting the guys' lunches to, to where you're at now? Um, right after working with that friend of mine who got me into this first plumbing company, he um, uh, probably a year into being in with that company, my uh, my friend uh, he told he uh, we spoke. He's like, hey, listen, uh, I'm gonna have to uh, leave the company. I'm going into a, a much bigger company. If you give me enough time, I'll try to bring you in. But for now, it's best if you stay here. And I'm like, all right, cool. And once he left, it was just like, make it or, or, or just quit. Because obviously I was under his wing. And now I'm working with totally different mechanics who, who obviously they approached me in, in a very different way. So that's when I realized, all right, like, like let's do this. Like, mm -hmm. I'm obviously like not under someone else's wing. I'm not being protected. Like now I got to figure out how bad I want this little by little within like two years and a half, probably with that, with that company, with the very first company. Um, I started like basically, you know, soldering a little bit, you know, soft solder, copper, L pipe. Uh, I was able to start like cutting a pipe more often. And I was allowed to like, put in hangers, you know, I was no longer running out to get coffee or lunch for the guys. Mm. You know, I was already more like, all right, Hugo, you stay, let him do that. Uh, things started changing little by little. And, but event, unfortunately that company, uh, kind of like little by little, like work started to slow down and it was just time for me to move on as well. But at this point I moved out, I moved on on my own. Mm. My, my friend, that friend of mine couldn't, unfortunately, he couldn't get me into his company. So then I ventured and I moved on to this other company. And in this new company, I was more of a, I was doing a little bit of service now. 
it was in really more of like it wasn't really like new construction it was more of like service mm -hmm. and service taught me a lot of things by the way like i was i was not really literally walking with my little bag with my little hand tools you know the basics mm -hmm. and um i was uh they were letting me on my own more often you know they were literally like basically like all right go on your own checking after me but it was more like go ahead do you mm -hmm. and they'll check after my work and um next thing you notice i was uh i remember i was i think during my whole plumbing journey i've been with four different companies the most i mean the one i'm with is the fourth company mm -hmm. i don't really like to jump from one company to the other i, I feel like i've always felt like that's just not a good thing I mean, if it's if it's if it's gonna if it's for the better, if it's gonna make you a wiser, uh, a more knowledgeable plumber. Yeah, why not? But to just jump from one place to another without really not knowing why, just because you don't like it or so, uh, it doesn't. I, I mean, I'm not a fan of that. Mm -hmm. So, and now, I mean, with um, the company I'm with, I've been with them for almost eight years. So that's just a little bit more than uh, my half of my plumbing uh journey you know yeah and yeah. uh and now i'm just like now where i'm at i mean obviously uh i uh i'm more of a i mean like i said a journeyman uh it's a huge responsibility by the way mm. but I, I mean i i like it i i enjoy it and uh it was like it was three years ago when I, I started with this whole thing. I began with plumbing versus everybody. Mm -hmm. And then I went on to plumbing against everyone, which I, I call a movement because, uh, it's just, it's to bring awareness and to give my fellow plumbing comrades a sense of sense of pride, you know? And, and now I'm like, I'm just, I want my work to obviously just speak for itself. I don't, I don't really like to do much talking. Mm like my work to just sit there on social media and, and, and let it speak for itself. And yeah, we are in 2020 and I'm just, 2020 has been real tough for everyone, I assume, hmm. but it's only made us better. I mean, I, I feel like it's only made me a better, a better plumber and it's just a better human being. Yeah. I think, I think one thing, especially about 2020 is, and certainly with plumbing, you know, you talk about your movement, which I definitely want to get into. And one thing that I, I think of straight away, all trades, but certainly plumbing, when we're in a situation where we're in a pandemic where it's a lockdown and people can't go to work, you realize uh, what's really essential and what's not. Um, and certainly plumbing is like right up there on the top of the list almost, if you know what I mean. So I think that's yeah. cool. And I think that day to day as construction workers, we don't take enough self-respect or yeah, have enough dignity for, for the job that we do that the services that we can provide. Um, so that's why I was really attracted to what you're doing with plumbing against everyone. I'd like to go deeper into that. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so one thing I'd, I'd definitely like to ask, um, you know, as well as the, the whole idea of what's essential um, and, you know, uh, tradespeople looking at themselves in that light, there's, I feel, and I'm not sure how it is over in New York, but generally there's sort of like a negative sort of stigma or an attitude about being a trade person or a construction industry worker, you know, over here. I can speak for New Zealand. 
in general, it's, it's looked at as, you know, if you weren't good at school or if you couldn't go to university or college, like you say in America, you probably end up in a trade because that's the only place you can go or, you know, and it's kind of, it's a look down on, it's not really a place where someone should strive towards being, Hey, I want to be a plumber. I want to be a builder. It's like, nah, society kind of tells you, no, nah, you want to be a lawyer. You want to work in finance, you know, Yeah. Um, which I think is a great shame. I just, uh, I'm kind of interested if, if you have that over there where you're at and, and if you feel that that's a thing, or I just wonder even with COVID or perhaps younger generations coming into the chain into the trade, into the industry, do you think that's changing that kind of societal view of, of what we can do with our hands? Because I think like you say, when you're inside of this industry, and you realize how valuable your hands are and what you can do, it doesn't quite match up with what people outside of this industry think of us and, and our abilities. So I wonder if you have anything just to say about that. Um, well, let me start off with, with um, saying that uh, everything you just said right now is it's what actually motivated me to start this movement. Mm. You know, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm new. I'm pretty, I'm, I mean, 2007, 2020, 13 years in the plumbing trade, uh, it's, it's still not enough, you know, but those 13 years of, of plumbing that I've, I've, I've been doing, um, I've pretty much seen a lot. I've seen like so much, so much, so much, uh, out here in New York, there's so much to see so many, so many, I mean, just to say it out, just to put it out there so many talented tradespeople, uh, so many talented plumbers, you know, and I, I would always sit around and, and when I used to tell people that I was a plumber, when I recently started people telling people that I was a plumber, that whole misunderstanding and misconception that plumbers only walk around with a plunger and <laughs> fix toilets and, and, and bathtubs and sinks. And, uh, and I used to laugh. Initially, I used to laugh about it, but as I got older and I started seeing the, the, the complexity of, of the plumbing trade, and when I got hold of a, of a plumbing code book, it just hit me like people don't really know. I mean, those who are not within the trades or who are not plumbers, they don't understand how complex a plumbing code book and following the code can be. Like, there's math. There's reading, there's equations, there's division, there's multiplication, formulas to, to, to do takeoffs on, on, on piping. Um, there's a, a scales, like, and it hit me. I'm like, it sucks. People don't really know what's, what, what it's truly like to be a plumber. And I, I know guys who actually went to college and they they were just miserable. They um, learned about plumbing and now they're like the happiest people. You know, they're working with their bare hands. They're, they're, do, they're building things from scratch, from the foundation up. You don't get to do that. I mean, I think there's a time and place for everyone and for everything. But you don't necessarily need to go to college. I dare to say you don't need to go to college to be successful. You know, it's just like a cultural thing. Like you got to go to college. Like, no, 
Like you don't have to. I mean, if you choose to go to college and and and, and become whatever, fine, cool. I'm 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 res I respect that. But being a plumber or a tradesperson, it takes a lot of brain. You know. I mean, I think uh. Listen, something is not simple, but a short, um, one, I recently tried to grab a spatula and put plaster on the wall. Mm. There, there's a science to the way you grab that spatula, the way you grab the dish and grab the spatula and you plaster. Mm -hmm. So it takes talent, you know, and years of, of, of dedication to whatever trade you choose to be in. So... Yeah, there's still this thing, in, I guess, in America where people think that uh, if you're a tradesperson, uh, I guess you're just like a, or if you're a plumber, I speak for the plumbers. If you're a plumber, you're a slob, you know, you got to wear your pants and show your plumbers <laughs> crack, butt crack, uh, and like you're slouchy, you got a belly, mm -hmm. you know, and no, I mean, that has to change. And that is why. Like I said, that's, that is why I, I, I began plumbing against everyone. Mm. You know, um, I, uh, I think this is just the beginning. I mean, I think all the plumbers and all the tradespeople in, in, in social media are exposing their work. And ex at the same time, they're exposing talent and they're taking their trade. The way I'm always saying, they're taking their trade to a new and higher level of respect. Mm. But yet, respect has to begin amongst us. It's very complex. It's, it's, it's real hard. Mm. Assuming that if you're a tradesperson, it's bad and you need to go to college, it's a cultural thing. Mm. It's like a whole habit. Mm. And let's keep in mind, all habits are real hard to break away from. So it's, it's, gonna, it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. I mean, like, I, like I'm always telling people, I think I've, I've, I've planted the seeds meaning plumbing against everyone. I plant seeds to take the trade to a newer and higher level of respect. And I just got to keep watering the, watering the seeds till I eventually, I see them bloom. Mm. But uh, it's, it's an ongoing thing, you know? And I think it's worldwide. Yeah. Assuming that if you don't go to college and you become a tradesman, you won't be successful. That's, that's, that's pretty stupid and ignorant. Mm -hmm. And... To fight that, I, I, I would say we would have to uh, continue through using social media to expose our, our work because I think that's like the best platform to showcase what we, what we are truly all about. You know, uh, the, the magnitude of, 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 of our knowledge, you know, I think social media, it's, 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 it's playing a, it's, it's, a, it's essential and we got to keep using it. And I would say people like you and your podcast, you basically given us a voice. You know, if there isn't people like you who host a podcast, I mean, they won't really get to hear our voice mm. because to get to that level, it's just more than pictures and videos and social media. I mean, let me tell you that. Mm. So we need podcasts, you know, we're all playing a major part in this. Yeah. You know? And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope that uh, 
colleges can kind of like, I don't know, have a, a class that will give people the option of learning electricity or learning plumbing or, or, or learning uh, how, to, how to size piping mm. or how to, uh, I mean, carpentry, how to, how to cut at a certain angle because the wood's got a whole certain weight. And, you know, I mean, I wish there was more of that in colleges. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, yeah. I wonder how you feel about that because I've asked a few people this um, and I know you, you share a lot of your work, uh, which I appreciate. I really appreciate the reasons why you do it as well. But I wonder if you've um, come up against any uh, resistance for that. Uh, one thing that always comes across my mind, I'm quite new to the social media and sharing work. I was, I did my time as a carpenter under a guy who was very, very old school, uh, what I would describe him as. And he kind of believed in having trade secrets um, and not really sharing that knowledge with a wider audience. And the idea, I guess, it wasn't really spoken of, but, you know, these are, this is our knowledge. This is how we make money. A lot of people don't know this. Like you say, you know, people outside of, of our trade, they have no idea what we're doing every day. Um, and they don't know the, the maths and the, all the different factors that go into, you know, constructing a building. Um, it's a lot of work. And, uh, I just wonder, do you feel that we, we should be sharing those kind of work secrets? Yeah. I, I just wonder if you have an opinion on that. Um, why not? I mean, you know, I've, I've worked with a lot of old, I was, my mentor, my mentors were, were old school mm. and yeah, they have that, they, they kind of have that, that mindset, you know, but, um, a true leader, I mean, this is my personal opinion. A true leader should show everything he knows, he or she knows, mm. you know, you got to pass on the torch. Yeah. I mean, we can't be afraid of, I mean, to be a leader, I mean, it's a huge responsibility. To be a mentor, it's, it's a huge responsibility. You know, I, I, um, I, I think knowledge is meant to be shared. I mean, I've said it plenty of times. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? I mean, pass it on. That's your legacy. I mean, you're teaching someone something that you were taught by someone else. And it's just, you're just, you're just going to make it better. And, and someone's eventually going to master it. And they're going to pass it on to the next uh, person and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to the thing where I was telling you, like, it's a cultural thing to try to tell people to go to college. So why don't we make it a cultural thing, trade people, to share each and every little bit of knowledge that we know or we have or tricks mm. or whatever. Mm. You know? Yeah. I like you it. You pass because, it on to them. Yeah. You pass it on to them and let it, let it be on them if they want to pass it on. You did your, you did your part. Mm. Yeah. That's the way I see it. I'm doing my part. I like it. I like your idea because, you know, the, perhaps the opposite opinion would be on an individual level. I don't want to go out there and tell my competition how to do their job or how to be better because then they're going to outcompete me. You know, they're going to, they're going to beat me to the, to the money almost. Um, but really I think as a community, I just wonder if that's a good way to go forward or we should look at instead, let's all get better together 
you know what I mean? Uh, instead of, no, I'm not going to tell anyone this, this is, this is my thing. I'm going to make money from this or this is my knowledge. I, I want to keep everyone else down here. Uh, is that going to benefit us all in the long run? I don't, I don't think so. I personally don't think so. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, similar to what you just said, let's all grow, grow together. Mm. Um, I have a lot of, I have my own clientele and my, and some of my clientele will actually tell me, Hey, can you do this for me? Can you, um, snake a line? Can you uh, clean a drain for me? I can go ahead and, and rent a cleaning machine, a snake or, or whatever you call it, or, or, or buy myself, buy one for me. But honestly, I'm like, listen, um, I told my, my customers, listen, I can actually get you someone that can do that for you. A professional, someone who's truly dedicated to, to, to sewage, a mm. sewer mechanic. And the way I, the way I see it, we all got to eat. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We all got to grow. I'm not afraid to bring in another mechanic into a clientele's home. I know my craft. I know how good my work is. You know, I'm always telling people, you can't control the way people think, the way people feel, the way people act. Mm. You only have control over your feelings. Mm. So at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm telling you, like I tell, I tell people, hey, listen, they'll ask me, hey, can you do this for me? Can you snake this line? Can you clear this stoppage? If it's a if it's a if it's a stoppage in a two inch waistline, I'll do it. I have a small snake for that. Boom. But anything over two inches, I'm like, listen, I can do it, but I'd rather bring someone who's a, a true sewer mechanic and who has the proper equipment and who will definitely take care of you. Mm. I mean, when when you um when you are uh. When you trust your own work and you trust your own work, work ethic and you believe in integrity, you shouldn't really fear um, sharing or, or sharing the knowledge or, or, or passing on work to others. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm. I mean, that's the only way we're definitely going to get better at this because, I mean, bringing in another mechanic and letting him expose his work, it's also, it's going to give the trade a more respect. We're going to gain that respect. We're going to take the trade to a newer level. They're definitely, they will definitely witness that we are a community. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I don't, I, I also, one thing I, I also dislike is when one, let's say, like I said, I speak for the pl plumbers. If I walk into a job and I know something is just not done right. One thing I've learned is you never bash another person's job work. If they ask you, hey, what do you think? You might want to give an opinion and be like, hey, listen, I might have gone that way or this way because that's just what it is or that's what's in the code. But you don't walk in there and trash talk. Mm. It's just, that's just that. You don't do that. Mm. You don't gain clientele that way. I mean, there's, there's a lot of ways to, to, to fear um, having other people become more successful than you, but that's just like the last of my worries. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I believe in my, in my talent and I know that I'm just going to get better each day. Mm. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's on me. It's how bad I really want this. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't, I mean, uh, I, I think, uh, like I said, I think we got to be uh, respectful of each other's work mm. and sharing the tricks 
share them. Mm-hmm. It's going to benefit others who can definitely, definitely also uh, will benefit from the trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've, I've always been like, I mean, I've, I've learned to understand that in life you can't control others other than yourself. Yeah, definitely. Just yeah. can't make your life. You got to make your life as, 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 e- as simple as possible. You know, getting back into it, I really like what you're saying about sharing the knowledge, and I think I think Instagram is is great for that. Um, and there's a lot of people who are willing to do that. And I, I wonder, maybe it is a kind of a new generation, or a community is sort of starting to move in the same direction worldwide, which is a really cool thing. You know, I can I can watch guys from America and from Norway and from South Africa all like do the same trade in so many different ways and it's a beautiful thing. And I think, you know, one thing that you've talked about already, the idea of, Hey, you need to go to college or university to be successful. I think maybe at least in the trades and maybe this younger generation coming up, we have to kind of redefine what that word means successful. Because when I think of being successful, I think of being very good with my hands at my trade. Other people might think of successful as I'm going to earn the most money and I'm going to kind of do a, an average job and, and get out of there and, and make that, you know, and go for it and push it, push it, push it. But yeah, the more, the more I think about it, the more I just really want to be a badass carpenter. Yeah, I wonder, wonder what you think. And is that kind of part of the movement? You know, you say that it needs to start from within. It needs to start from that plumbers or yeah, tradespeople I- taking that personal pride in their own work and that should speak for itself yeah definitely um i think uh we all have different meanings for the word or definitions for the word successful uh i know some people that believe that or define success as having a lot of money uh owning a lot of property you know it's more of like a money thing Mm. but uh definitely there's other ways of being successful you know, uh, my definition of successful is to one day become a a New York City master plumber, licensed master plumber. To me, that's success. Mm. I haven't achieved success success yet. You know, I'm an, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a work in, in in process. You know, in mm. progress, and um, I'm I'm eventually trying to get to that level. Uh, I think. Having having a having that credential to me that's success, and that ties to the fact that um I was I was born in a different country. It ties into a lot of things, but I'm I'm not gonna really like I'm not I'm not gonna get too deep into it. But the fact that I was born in Mexico, in such a small town, mm. came to a huge city. Obviously, my parents brought me one of the biggest cities. I mean, cultural, you name it. And to then show myself and, 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 and yeah, kind of like prove others that becoming a master plumber is success. Mm. Back to what we just spoke. You don't need to go to college to be a successful man. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, 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 you don't need to go to college yet to be successful. There's many other ways to become successful. And I think becoming a licensed plumber, that's success. You know, achieving that level of 
I made it. Um, I'm, I'm licensed, uh, and I'm not just licensed anywhere. I'm, I'm licensed in the city of New York. One of the hardest tests from what I've told to pass when it comes to becoming a, becoming a, a licensed plumber. Mm-hmm. Very, very tough test from what I've heard. Yeah. The master plumber who I work for, he said he, the day before the test, three days before the test, he just couldn't sleep. He was so nervous, so anxious. Mm. So what's the, um, what's the journey for you to get there? How do, how do you, how do you get to that? Um, to get there, um, you basically need a, uh, what is it? Seven, um, you need seven years of experience under the books, you know, under, under a master plumber's license. I mean, under, under a master plumber's wing, mm. under a shot, you need a, you need to have your journeyman's license and you obviously need to have a, a you have to have uh, been working with journeyman license for, I believe, two years, five years uh, with the master plumber and two years with a journeyman license that makes up the seven years. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to uh, become a, a full gas qualified uh, journeyman. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you need to obviously study a lot and go for that test. Yeah. And once you do become, you do become a master plumber, you need to have an open establishment. You just can't walk around with your license, your master plumber's license in your pocket. Uh, and once you see, you put it to work. Yeah. Okay. You know? Nice. So I think one of the, I think the hardest, the gas, the full gas qualification test is, is extremely hard. Uh, I have a 16 hour limited gas, gas qualification. Mm-hmm. So I'm need to study for the, uh, for the full gas qualification. It's, it's a new rule out here in the city of New York. You need to have that under your wing as well to then try to go for your master plumber's license. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sounds but, like a lot uh, of work. It's, it's, it is, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of studying. You know, a lot of formulas to, to read and understand. And, uh, but if you're really determined, you can definitely get to that level, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. It's just how bad you want it. Yeah. I wonder... You know? um, you know, through your time in your trade, you know, you, like you say, you started off, you didn't know a thing about plumbing. Um, and now you are where you're at. Uh, I just wonder what are some of the lessons that you've learned that have served you well, kind of practically, um, you know, lessons that you've learned from your trade that you can take outside of your trade and you've applied it to your own life. And even how I just, I guess I want to ask, you know, you're such a passionate guy in terms of your, this movement, this plumbing against everyone and, and raising up the respect and raising up the, just the level of, of what we do in our industry worldwide. Where do you think that, that came from, you know, from going, you know, uh, you know, like say 20 years ago, you didn't know anything about plumbing to, to where you're at now. Um, it's quite a, it's quite a big journey. Do you think that's, you know, the idea of starting a movement like that and having that real deep passion in your trade do you think that's something that was kind of always with you, whether you were going to be a plumber or not, or is that you were so inspired by the work and the people around you and the technical kind of, uh, oh. yeah, just everything. How, how did that come about? How did it come about? Uh, well, you know, after, after being a plumber for almost, uh, what is it, 2007, one, two, three, four, five, five years into becoming a plumber, uh, in 2000, 2000, 
2000, actually 2015, was it? No, 2014, uh, it's 2014, 2013, 2014. Those, those years were very, very hard for me, mm. like on a personal level. Uh, I was going through a really, really tough uh, situation, you know, personal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, uh, I had lost hope in a lot of things. And uh, um, I basically, um, you know, kind of like hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was three life events during 2000, uh, 2014 that uh, kind of like were, they, they actually were a rude, rude awakening. And... Uh, one of my co-workers, by the way, mm-hmm. um, his name is Eddie. He, uh, we, we actually were having a conversation and uh, I remember he, he told me like, yo, just uh, make a name for yourself, man. He's like, you, you, you want this? I'm like, yeah, I want this. And then I remember I, I would actually sit at home. I used to have a dog. And I would always just sit at home by the window, stare out the window with my dog and just talk to my dog. And and I recall one night I just told myself, like, yo, like, you go out there, you make a name for yourself, you make sure that your work will always speak for its, for yourself. And uh, and you make sure that when you go to, to all the shops in New York City and you buy your plumbing supply, they know you. Mm. They're familiar with your face. So then that kind of like ignite that, that fire. And I started picking up again on the trade. You know, I was, I was, I walk into the shop, like eager to, to just get things done. And, and then, um, that just, that just began to lead to, to, to me creating this move, what I call the movement, because I'm trying to prove a point and I'm, Basically trying to let people know, hey, listen, I'm a plumber. That makes me f- feel empowered, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I um, I began, I mean, the whole movement, you know, having to walk into these high rises in New York City and trying to walk in through the main door. But people would tell me, no, you can't go through the main door because you're a tradesperson. You got to go through the back door. Hmm. That really bothered me. Hmm. That's when it hit me. I'm like, I'm a plumber. I protect your sanitary health. Hmm. Why should I go through the back door? And that, that like was just sitting in my head. And I'm like, I has to stop. So when I started plumbing against everyone, when I, I initially started plumbing versus everybody, it was that. Mm-hmm. To take the trade to a new and higher level of respect and to give my sisters and brothers a sense of pride. Mm-hmm. But it was through hard work, dedication, passion, craftsmanship, integrity, and knowledge. If you look into my my social media, my account, and what I'm always saying is, 
through hard work, dedication, and such. I don't tolerate hatred. I don't tolerate trash. You know? Mm. And the first person that I kind of see trying to go down that route, I'm very quick to tell them, tell them, hey, whoa, that's not what we're about. Mm-hmm. I speak for the, from, 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 for the plumbing, for me, and for those who, who want to be part of it. I tell people, you want to be part of it? Come along. The, the more, the better. Mm-hmm. So me witnessing the fact that people would make me go through the back of the building, would uh, look at me because I have tattoos. Mm. Uh, that just kind of like, it was like fuel for my fire. You know, I those negative vibes, I'm like, bring them on. Little do you know that you're actually... <laughs> giving me fuel to, to grow this, to make this bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I hope that one day, I hope one day we can go to the main entrance. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause it should be like that, you know, like you said, yeah. uh, and, and of course plumbing, but all trades. Um, all trades. Yeah. I mean, we should be valued. And, and I think the way that, those outside the trades look at tradespeople is um it's kind of not good enough really they take it for granted man um and and that's why i really appreciate what you're doing and i kind of i support the fact that it's plumbing against everyone you know i like that that kind of it's a little bit edgy as well i think it's cool i think it i think it represents kind of what we are what we do um so yeah it's great um you know what i'd like to ask you um you know, you say hopefully one day we can kind of walk through the front door and and yeah. and like you say, that kind of um, respect and that integrity, it starts on an individual level. We all need to hold our heads up high within our industry because we should um, take pride in our work because we do essential, important work. Um, and and I support you for for pushing out that message. And and I'd like to ask you also, what what would you say to a young person now who's thinking? about moving into the trades or who wants to be a plumber, you know, what does that, what does that journey look like? And, and how do we encourage the next generation of people who, you know, how do we, how do we suit people up ready for that? Because it's, it's hard work, you know, it's a physically demanding industry. Um, you know, it's, it's complicated. Uh, you know, you don't get paid much. (laughs) I say to people, uh, you know, over here, especially in winter, I go to work in the dark. I come home in the dark. I don't get paid much. I hardly see my kids, uh, but I love what I do. And and I just I I don't know how we really promote that to the next generation who are being brought up on, you know, in front of computers and and who are being pushed in different directions. Because we we need plumbers, we need carpenters, we need electricians for the future. How do we encourage the next generation to step up to that plate? You know, I've um I've always I've always had a. a a close connection with especially in social media with guys that are a year into the to the trades uh, two years into the trades i recently ran into this kid today at the plumbing supply house where uh he's been following me on social media and uh he came up to me today he he saw me drive by and he came to the window knocking the window he's like hey what's up plumbing against everyone i'm like oh hey what's up man 
He's like, you know, I've been following you. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you, bro. Yeah, I've been following you too. I'm like, I've been reposting your work. He's like, yo, listen, uh, thanks a lot. I was giving up on the trade, but after I seen you and have seen your work, you actually got me motivated. Uh, I actually just got back with the shop. And I think I've kept it very, very simple and very clear with the young guys. The way I tell them, I'm, I'm like, I'm straight up. I, I, I'm like, hey, listen, plumbing is for everyone. But yet not everyone is for plumbing. Understand? Mm -hmm. I don't sugarcoat much. I tell them, listen, the plumbing trade is a very demanding trade physically and mentally. Okay? But I guarantee you that if you stick around, plumbing will make you. Will definitely make you a better, better person. Because being a plumber, it takes a lot of discipline. You know, and what I like about plumbing is that plumbing can make you a leader. So I tell a lot of these young people, hey, listen, uh, you want to go to college? Go to college. Cool. I'm with it. I'm with it. You know, if that's what you want, go ahead. But then I'm quick to tell them, but have you ever thought of the plumbing trade or any other trade? And they're like, no, not really. And then I'm like, listen, just keep in mind that whatever your hand, whatever your hands, whatever you as a human, as, as, as a tradesperson can do with his or her bare hands, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years is going to go by and no machine, no robot, no computer will ever do what you can do with your bare hands. Mm. That's what makes us unique. Okay? During times of crisis, it's going to be us who they're going to call upon. So I try to tell those that are trying to follow in our steps, come along. You can do beautiful work like we do, like many other plumbers do on social media, but there's a journey to get to that level. And I've said what you said, the pay might not be the best the first few years, but that, that pay depends on you, how bad you want it. The more you study, the more you read, the more you ask questions, you more, the more you go on your own and get books and read and, and, and do your thing, the more, the more knowledgeable you're going to become. You got to understand the trades. It's, it's knowledge. That's what counts. That's what you're mm -hmm. getting, getting paid for, for what you know. Mm -hmm. So let's do this. You want to be a trades? You want to be a plumber? Come along. I'm going to try to teach you as much as I can of what I've learned because I don't know it all, but I can teach you what I've learned. And it'll definitely help you some way, somehow. A perfect, ex a perfect example is my cousin who's been working with me for three years. Mm. You know? Three years. The guy, uh, the guy was a, a bartender in some of New York City's best bars, making top dollar. And one day I asked him, like, do you, do you want to learn something? He's like, what do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, like you want to learn how to do something, build? And I told him about plumbing. A month, into, a month after that conversation, he came up to me and he said, hey, listen, listen, man, like, I see what you do. I've seen your work in social media. Like, 
I want to become a plumber. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you're willing to leave, take a big pay cut? He's like, yeah. I want to do something with my life. And it's been three years he's been working with me. Mm. He's a junior mechanic now. Mm. You know? So you can't really sugarcoat much. You could just tell him, listen, it's really up to you how bad you want this. Anywhere, I mean, any, any trade, any, whether you go to college or not, it's just how bad you want it. Yeah. I think the human, the human being works better under pressure. Mm. I mean, you got to be really kind of like, I mean, some people break under pressure. But if you're, if you're a very, very determined person and, and willing to learn, I think you, you function much better under pressure. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll, it'll like you, it'll, it'll like, it'll, it'll expand your, 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 your vision. You got to know what you got to do. If you're under a pressure, under a tight situation, under, under a situation, I've been in really, really bad situations at work where I can actually just throw the tools on the floor and walk, walk away or run out the job site. All it takes is a few seconds to cool your head down and, and ask yourself, I'm not, a, I'm not a quitter. This is what I was born for. This is what I chose. This is the path I chose. Mm. I chose to be a plumber. So let me fix that mm. and not walk away. Mm. Yeah. It, like I said, it, it, it all ties into, 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 into us as, 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 as individuals, like how bad we want to do this. Yeah, that and is that, why I'm reminding myself and many like, yo, mind is a powerful thing. That's right, and I I, I I love it about construction industry because um, if you have that hard work ethic, um, and if you're not afraid to fail and learn from your mistakes, you will be rewarded. You know, it's not like other industries where maybe you got to kind of bullshit your way to the top, like if you're going to be in construction, like you better bring it and you better be able to learn because like you say, you're getting paid for your knowledge. Like if you have knowledge, you will get paid for it. It's, it's as easy as that. You can't fake it. You know, there's nowhere to hide. Um, so you kind of, yeah, you got to go for it. And, and, and another, and something, something else I just want to put out there. Um, you can be talented, right? Mm-hmm. But I tell you this much, I'll tell you this, hard work and dedication can beat talent any given day. Because mm. mm-hmm. you could be talented, but if you aren't willing to put in the work, that's real bad. Mm. So I know guys out there that are just hardworking and dedicated that I'll take that guy any given day over someone that has talent that, but doesn't want to put in the work. Mm. You know, those are the guys that you got to be like, okay, that's the guy. Yeah. That's why when, when I, whenever, um, any ap- apprentice that has worked with me, I have this thing about, you don't need to treat an apprentice like, like crap just to prove a point. You don't, you don't, there's no sense in, in that. I've not, I, 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 you can't. You got to feel that individual. You got to make him feel welcome. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, we go back once again, you know, old school habits are hard to break away from. A lot of these old school plumbers, they, when you're, when you're fresh into the trade, they'll really treat you like crap. <laughs> yeah. 
So you think that that's the way to go about it when you become a mechanic, but no, we got to start breaking away from those. If we want to encourage the youth, I think we all should, we, we need to start, we, we need to start with that. Mm. We can't really treat an apprentice like trash. You know, I tell people like, I respect you. You haven't done nothing wrong to me, so I respect you. So I'm gonna treat you with respect. All I need you to do is carry your level, your tape measure, a marker, and a notepad. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you tips. I'm gonna tell you this and that, and it's up to you. If you really want to learn, you're eventually gonna write it down in that notepad. If not, obviously it's just gonna go through one year and gonna come out the other. Mm. Yeah. You know. That's one thing I'm always telling people: like, make that apprentice feel helpful. You know. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we are a team. Mm-hmm. as much as you need from an apprentice as much as the apprentice needs from the mechanic so that also needs to change a lot I've seen guys talk about oh my apprentice dude why don't you make him feel welcome mm. why don't we take down why don't we go down that route instead and that's how I've been doing it you know yeah I agree uh yeah, I think that it's an art though, you know, um, but yeah. I think I think if an individual is, is self-motivated, then you're, you're already halfway there, you know. Yeah, um, but definitely. Yeah, but like you say, um, yeah, what, what's the point in just making someone feel like crap? If, we, if you want someone to work hard and you're just going to talk down to them and, and disrespect them and, you know, not show them what they need to learn to progress, so what, what do you expect in return? You know? Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, a it's, a there's a lot of things. Like I said, I, I think now that, uh, that, that social media has kind of like brought light upon, upon us, uh, you're starting to see a lot of things, you know, a lot of goods and bads about the trades, you know, like you said, you know, old school plumbers have these, uh, old school, uh, mentors have this way of thinking, you know, and yeah, it is true. Some of some of them don't want to share certain tips, but which is fine. You know, I mean, that's just the way they used to do things. It's fine with me. I, I'm just doing things a different way. Mm-hmm. And I hope that my approach will encourage others. I I, I basically uh, I've I've uh, a lot of times I, I sit at home and I just write down things that are in my in my head. You know, just random notes. And I I I'm always telling people like you got to lead by example. You know, and I think that's what I'm trying to do. Lead mm-hmm. by example. Mm-hmm. I'm just not throwing the conversation out there or I'm not just on this podcast just to talk. Like, I'm trying my best to lead by example. You know, I'm trying to be that person, that individual who, who wants his work to speak for itself. So I do it. You know, I, I, it, it, all, it, 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 all, it all begins with a passion. You know? Uh, there's a difference between going to work and 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 um, having or 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 going to work miserable and and going to work happy. Mm. You know, I tell people, oh, my career. You know, plumbing. I call it a career. Mm. To me, it's a career, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't see it nothing less than a career. You know, I've got friends that have gone to college and out of all my friends probably um 
some of the people that I went to high school with, uh, most of them went to college. And I've had uh, like gatherings. Mm-hmm. And half of the time they're talking about what was their college experiences, this and that. And, and they're like, oh, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, yeah, I chose my career. I chose to be a plumber. Yeah. Like, plumbing is not a career. I'm like, that's what you think. Mm. Plumbing is a career. Yes, it is. Or do you know that it's a career? And the way, the reason why you don't know it's a career, I'm like, because you spend about eight hours in a cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not here to talk about you being in a cubicle and me being out there in the job site. I'm just letting you know that plumbing, it is a career. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, it's a constant, you know, kind of like clash of heads. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we're eventually gonna get there, you know. Yeah, I think so, and I think I think movements like like yours is um is definitely helping, uh, and I really appreciate it. And I love the idea that you're thinking within yourself. How can I lead by example? And I really like it. It's very much um in line with how construction workers are. You know, um, we're not really too boastful i think i think if you're a true craftsman or if you love your trade like you say uh, many times you put your work out there you'll do a good job and it'll speak for itself you know you don't you don't need to gloss it up you don't need to say anything more about it it's just like there's my work that's what i can do like what what more do you need to know you know so i, I yeah. really like that and i think that's a great attitude and that's something that a lot of tradespeople can take on board. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you have like the flashiest tools or or whatever it may be. Like your most important tool will always be your hands and what you can yeah. do. Um, so, yeah. and that's what it's really about when it comes down to it. Definitely, definitely. I um, I I uh, I, I think that uh, trades. Traits people need to be, uh, we should lose that fear of, of being more vocal, mm. you know? Uh, and, and once again, thank you for, for having a podcast where people can actually just sit down and, and basically, because exp- you asking me questions and you um, asking me certain things, you're allowing me to express myself and mm. we don't get to do this every day. You know? No, I don't get to just stop some random wall street guy and tell him, Hey, listen, I'm a plumber. This is what I do. Yeah. It, it, to them, it's probably something like very like, it's just not meaningful. Mm. So it is people like you and, and like I said, social media that are, that are, 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 are giving us a, a voice. And that is what I, that, that is why I, I, I began plumbing against everyone, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a way f- uh, to give people some kind of like voice, some kind of a, a sense of pride, most importantly, you know, mm-hmm. I tell people, listen, don't just talk plumbing about plumbing at work. Talk about plumbing when you're at the dinner table. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I believe that. Uh, you know, I mean, when you, uh, when you see someone, I don't know, running water down the sink, kind of give them an idea what it takes for that water to go down this plumbing system. So it won't flood your house. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so it, it all begins with us, yeah. you know, and that is why we're going to just keep fighting. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. I mean, I don't think, I don't think this, I don't think this will ever end. I mean, I hope the day comes when I'm still around where, like I said, I can go in through the main entrance. 
Yeah. You know, uh, I, um, I have a daughter today. My daughter is four months old mm. and I was telling my girlfriend, like I, I would be lying if I said I wouldn't want my daughter to be a plumber. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd be a lot. Yeah. I, I'd be a, I would love my daughter to be a plumber, to be a much more talented, knowledgeable plumber than I am. If, if, if that happens, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm leading by example. I'm just trying to basically when she gets old enough, I hope that when they she'll ask me, Hey, what is it that you do for a living? Can you take me with you? Mm-hmm. I'll be such a happy father. Like, yeah, <laughs> lace up your boots and, and we're out, get in yeah. the truck. You know, and uh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 been a wonderful journey. Plumbing against everyone and plumbing versus everybody. It's a pretty new movement. I think we uh, I I established plumbing against everyone uh, last year, twenty nineteen, and plumbing versus everybody. It was in two thousand eighteen. You know, I I chose to go with a different name this time around because versus everybody was a very common thing. I started mm. to notice. Mm. So I gave it a slight twist, a little more controversial thing. But if, if um, once again, you know, you, I can't control people's feelings and thoughts, only mine. Mm-hmm. If people choose to follow me and believe in what I'm saying, I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is going to agree with me or the name of it. But when they go through my Instagram and they see my page, they'll understand what I mean. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's controversial, like everything, you know, controversy is always good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. I think it's cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm with it. I, I think I've also, I've probably lost a couple of social media friends because of the name, mm. which is fine. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with it, you know, like I'm, I'm so like at peace with myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I think as a human, when you're at peace with yourself, Everything else is just like, okay, it's just life. It's part of it. Yeah. I think, uh, I'm telling you, half of the time I'm always just thinking how to make myself a better human. You know, I'm always telling my girlfriend, how can I, I need to do more. I mean, I need to give my f- fellow sisters and brothers more of a, a sense of a pride. Yeah. You know, one to be more, to have more pride in their work. Mm. And, um, I guess little by little I'll achieve that, you know. I hope so, man. I think, I think you're doing God's work there. You know, it, it's important, not just within the trades with in general life that as construction workers, we take more pride in our, in our work and what we do. You know, I can't really speak for America, but here in New Zealand in our construction industry, we have a really big mental health problem um, and a very high rate of suicides among construction workers. We're not proud enough of ourselves and our work and we're, uh, perhaps not necessarily looked down on by, by our fellow peers in, in, in society who aren't involved in our trade, but it's really important that we can go to work and we can be proud of what we do. And, you know, I think what you're trying to do with your movement that has to come from within and we need leaders to stand up and say, you should be proud of being a plumber uh, because you do good work and you should, you should want to share that and you should want to get better and, and, you know, plumbing carpentry being an electrician it is a career it's not just somewhere you go and you make a buck and you come home and whatever you forget about it like i think we should encourage people to get more involved with their trade 
and and think about being a craftsman and and what being successful means it's like do you just want to go out and build houses so you can buy that jet ski or that boat and you can you know go on the lake is that what it's all about i think there's more to it and i think the more we encourage our our fellow workers i think we can we can all get better um kind of on the tools and also mentally um so yeah good on you for doing what you're doing brother i appreciate it yeah you know um i want to also clear that out um sure I mean, if, if people in New Zealand get to hear this conversation, uh, now that you brought up the whole mental problem thing, yeah, uh, I hope more and more people from New Zealand can follow me just so I can, just so they can get an idea of what I mean. And I, I say this for all the tradespeople, uh, be vocal, you know, let the people know what you do for a living, mm. you know, a lot of times we hold back and because like I said, this whole cultural thing that going to college, it's the best way. No, like that's got to change and it's not going to change on its own. It's us who's going to make that change. So with that being said, if you're a plumber, carpenter, electrician, you know, I mean, concrete, uh, I mean, Mason, you name it. I mean, whatever it is that you work out there, I mean, be proud, but most importantly, be vocal about it. Mm. You know, sit at the dinner table and talk about your job. I mean, talk about your career. And a lot of times, like, we go home and we don't really have no one to talk to, talk to, talk to about our trade and what we did because we feel like it's just so irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Like we feel so small compared to, to doctors, lawyers and such and such. Mm -hmm. But let's keep in mind that there's a place and time for everyone, mm -hmm. you know, and it is, it's just right about time that people know who we are. Yeah. Trades people. I'm doing it for the plumbing sisters and brothers, carpenters, electricians should all should also do it for their uh, sisters and brothers. You know, I mean, Plumbing against everyone, it's everyone who doesn't believe in us. Mm. That's what it stands for. For everyone who's, who's ignorant and thinks that a plumber is just a guy who walks around with a plunger and unclogs toilets. You know, I mean, there's a lot to be, to be told about tradespeople. Mm -hmm. There is. I would like to share a quick story with you. Um, prior, to the, prior to the pandemic, um, I'm never going to forget this. It was, uh, what was it? November uh, 2019. And uh, I've always told, I always told my girlfriend that uh, I always sense stuff and it's just, it's just, it's just crazy. But this friend of mine, uh, uh, he was giving up in the, in, in, he's a, he was, he's a tick knocker. A tip knocker, you know what that is, right? No, I don't. No. Uh, we, uh, uh, a uh, a tip knocker is the guy who works. Uh, basically, it's a it's like a it's like a a slang name for people who work um, HVACs. Okay. You know. Mm -hmm. So he was giving up on the trade, and he was about to quit. And uh, he gave me a call. He's like, "Hey, listen, thanks for encouraging me, but I think this is not for me." And I'm just listening and listening. And then I'm, I, I, I told him, listen, dude, 
why don't you just take a deep breath and listen to what I'm about to say? He's like, go ahead, tell me. I'm like, listen, bro. I just want you to know that there is real bad days ahead of us. There's bad days ahead of us. This is nothing. Okay? There's worse times to come. This is November 2019. And I told him, listen, my brother. When a city falls on its, knee, on, on its knees, you know who's going to get that city back on its feet? tradespeople. Mm. We are going to be so, so important. The time is going to come. The pandemic um, took place. Uh, a lot of uh, hospitals and these commercial places, ACs was breaking down. He hits me back up. Listen, dude. I'm like, what is it? He's like, thank you for that conversation. I'm like, I'm telling you, my brother. Don't sleep on a tradesperson. We are so valuable, but people don't know it yet. There's no need for, for catastrophe. There's no need for a pandemic for people to understand that we are essential. Mm -hmm. That is why if we don't believe in ourselves, nobody will. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I think the pandemic was a rude awakening, awakening for those who don't understand how, how essential we are. Mm -hmm. I mean, we knew it since day one. That just kind of verified it. <laughs> yeah. And we will continue to be essential. But it's on us, like I said, to let it be known. So we got to continue to be vocal about it. Mm -hmm. Whether it's Instagram, Facebook, a podcast like you, like I said, you giving us a voice. So to all my New Zealand sisters and brothers of the trades, you have to believe in yourself. We are the, we are huge. Mm. We are something bigger beyond people's belief. Those who don't, who are not in the trades, little do they know that we are the next big thing. I mean, we've been the next big thing. Mm -hmm. So just, Stay hopeful and be vocal. Express how you feel about your trait. Don't 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 try to hide it. Yeah, there's no sense in that. Mm. You know, but uh, it, I'm. It sucks to hear that uh, the suicide rate in New Zealand. You know, which you just mentioned. I wasn't aware of such thing. Yeah, it's a it's a big problem here in New Zealand. Um, and you know, I, I I can't speak like I have um the reasons behind why people choose to do that or but we do have a quite a big mental health problem here in New Zealand and certainly COVID isn't helping that. But I think at least my own opinion, it's because one of the things I think that could lead to it is that we, we don't take enough pride in, in what we do as construction workers. And like I said, it's a hard job. You know, you go to work in the dark, you come home in the dark, no one gives you any thanks. You have to go through the back door. Uh, you don't get paid much. You know what I mean? So it takes a, a community and individuals within that community to really rise up and, and pat each other on the back and, and, you know, remind ourselves how much worth we do have and, and the work that we do. You know, I was having a conversation with a guy the other day, a fellow tradesman, and I asked him, uh, oh, so what, what do you do? And he's like, ah, I'm just a vinyl layer. I just lay vinyl. And I'm like, don't say that. Don't, don't say that you're just a vinyl layer, man. Like, I hate that. I hate that 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 someone 
is not willing to express what they do with pride. And it's a shame because, and I feel like perhaps they don't actually feel that way themselves, but they know that's the opinion out there. So, you know, how dare they say, hey, I'm a vinyl layer, you know? Uh, I think it's a real shame. So that's why I really I appreciate what you're doing because I think there's no there's no harm in, in in saying that what we do is important and essential because like, you know, what if what if we all stop working tomorrow? Everyone, every construction worker in the world just says, No, we're gonna we're gonna stop working. Like <laughs> then we'll really find out uh yeah, how how valuable we are. So I think people just should keep that in mind in their own way. Yeah, I think uh and and I think the word just should um we should eliminate that from our vocabulary as trace people. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't believe more and I'm just you know, no, it's it's more than just. Yeah. You know, um that definitely um that's 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 a good good point you just brought up. The fact that a fellow trace person will say I'm just like no, we we definitely gotta take that out it's got to be eliminated from our vocabulary. Mm-hmm. I think I used to use that word a lot initially when I started. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a plumber. Oh, I'm just a plumber, yeah. you know? Uh, and no, it, it's, it's more than that. I, I, and I am always telling people like, um, let's, um, let's, let's, let's give them the, 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 the tools to empower those, like, you know, uh, becoming a plumber. I, I'm, I'm telling you, be, being a plumber to me that, that I feel empowered, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I, um, walk into these these high risers in, in in new york and oh so who are you oh who am i yes oh i'm the plumber hmm. okay thank you yeah hmm. that's like my shield like i'm a plumber that's like my superpower basically yeah you know yeah and uh if i've encountered rude individuals I'm just quick to tell him, listen, um, I'm the plumber and I'm here to fix this. This is what I was brought in here for. Let me do my job. Let me take care of this and I'll show you what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. You know, I had this one client, client once. Um, I was working on a, on a kitchen, kitchen waistline, right? It was full of grease. So I had to change a, a pretty big section from the kitchen waste broke the walls, you know, inside of this apartment. And uh, the whole time uh, I had a kind of like set a barrier with plastic. So the tenant, the client wouldn't go inside the, that area we were working. I didn't want her to fall or trip or, or get hurt by any of the tools. Um, I ran, I went downstairs to the, to my truck. When I came back upstairs, she was coming out the, the area where I was working and she was disgusted by what she'd seen on the, on the the waistline Mm -hmm. but it was very very ignorant and i dare to say stupid her commentary she she said that uh i'm never gonna forget her words she said i don't know how can someone choose to be a plumber it's so disgusting Mm -hmm. and i said ma'am you better take that back Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm not gonna tolerate you talking about plumbers or the plumbing trade like that I'm like, did you know that I protect your sanitary health? Mm. Like, I just want you to know that. Okay, so with that being said, I don't really appreciate the fact that you're saying that being a plumber is a bad thing. Yeah. And I, I'm seriously, I asked her to take that back. Mm. Yeah, good for you. I was working under the, I was working with the company, and 
I could have probably gotten fired, mm. but I took that risk. That's yeah. just how passionate I am about the plumbing trade. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all should be, you know, one thing, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not in America, so I don't know your culture, but I know that, uh, in America, if someone's served in the army and a person knows about that, they'll thank them for their service. Right. Yeah. What I find, and, and I'm not asking to be thanked for my service as a carpenter, but do you see where I'm going here? Like, why aren't we thanking someone who's protecting your sanitary health for their service as opposed to saying your job's disgusting? Why would you do that? Yeah. Like, and, and I think um, we are, we should have that mindset. Mm. We should put it out there. And, and, I, and I don't think that's a bad, it's not a bad thing. To, to, to kind of be vocal about it, the fact that we think we should be thanked, um, they should thank us for our service because we are providing a service at the end of the day, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, why not? Mm. But it's people like that, I mean, that uh, actually are just like more fuel to my fire, like I said. Yeah. I asked her very nicely, man, please take that back. Mm. And I said, little do you know that I protect your sanitary health. Mm -hmm. This grease that's, that's in this line, it's because you poured it down the drain. Yeah. yeah. Okay, just in case, I told her. Mm. And I won't tolerate you talking about the plumbing mm. trade like that or about any plumbers out there. Because mm -hmm. this is a service. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just anyone comes in, walks into this apartment and knows what section of the wall to break, knows what lines to cap so they won't create a flood. Not any man knows what, not any person knows what fittings or not to use to give this drain a proper slope. So with that being said, please don't ever think about the plumbers like that or the plumbing trade. And she, she actually did apologize. Mm-hmm. She apologized and I said, thank you. I really appreciate the fact that you're apologizing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I might get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I tell you one thing I have, I worked with a master plumber who has uh, taken my side many times, mm. you know, mm. and I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Because he could have easily lost a client and he said, no, I'm with you. Mm. Get your tools, get your stuff, get, the, get everything out the job. I'm not going to tolerate someone talking to you like that. Mm. That's good. So that, 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 I cherish that a lot. Yeah. And I think that's what, what, that's what we need. And that speaks to your movement. You know, if, if we're going to start something like this, it has to start from ourselves. And, and, you know, we can't be afraid to just, allow someone to speak about the important work that we do in just in case, you know, they're not going to pay us or we might lose that client. It's like, we can't, yeah, uh, I mean, you I, know, you can't I, compensate or you can't kind of, um, you can't let that happen. If we, if we want to be respected, then we need to show that we're worthy of respect. I think it's just, it's, it's, it's very, uh, it's, it's important that we're vocal. You know, we can't shy. We can't, we can't, um, we got to crawl out our, our shell or, or, or the, whatever rock we're under. Yeah. We got to be more vocal and, and just let people know. I mean, 
who we really are and what we truly are all about, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, um, I think, uh, plenty of times, I mean, you might, if you go through my social media, I'm randomly just putting little notes, you know, um, let your work speak for itself. Um, integrity is the shield against greed. Mm. You know, uh, don't let your talent be determined by the tools you walk around with, mm. you know, cause within us, we have an internal battle traits people and mm. we got to kind of like get that fixed as well, you know, mm. but one thing at a time, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, uh, eventually, uh, I tell those guys that are trying to follow in my steps as well, or not my steps, but any other, any other plumber's steps. I tell them, listen, bro, don't, don't, don't ever um, shy from your mistakes. Um, uh, don't let people determine your talent by a mistake that you might have done. We all make mistakes. Mm. Uh, embrace your mistakes. Yeah. I, I think the key in, in, in the trades is to, 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 um, it's, it's, it's essential that you're a good listener, you know, and, and, and you got to observe and see things, you know, uh, and, uh, just, um, be passionate. You know, if, if one day you wake up and, and, and you go to work and, and, and you're dragging feet to work and you're just dreading the day and you're just wishing for it to be, I don't know, four, three o'clock in the afternoon to go home. Maybe you are in the wrong place and you should just leave, mm. you know, because being a tradesperson, it's, 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 it's like, I'm telling people it's, it's a big responsibility. You know, the way you drop in a wooden joist, the way you screw in, the way you hammer a, a, a wooden beam, that's on you. I mean, if you're uh, uh, at the end of the day, if that joist or wooden being collapses, it's on you. Mm. So little do people know that there is a big responsibility in being a tradesperson. Mm-hmm. If you wire a house the wrong way, God forbid, catches on fire. So yeah. we need to be a little bit more vocal about that too. The responsibility. Yeah. You know that, that that it that there that there is within being a tradesperson. Yeah, and I think um, also on that, you know, we also need to be vocal. I don't know how exactly we do it, but we need to be vocal about the fact that how rare it is that a house is wired up the wrong way and something catches fire. We take it for granted, you know. Even as a tradesman myself, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sitting here. Everything right now in my house is working. All the electricity, all the plumbing. My roof isn't falling down. Like that's because someone worked hard a long time ago, and um, and you shouldn't take that for granted. I, and yeah, I think, should, and I think we should we should remind people of that. You know, definitely, definitely, mm. and uh, and, and it's a we're it's a it's a it's a con it's 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 a constant thing. You know, I mean, to me, uh, posting a uh, dropping a post in social media other than a picture of my girlfriend or my daughter. Um, when it comes to the plumbing work, I'm always trying to be selective of what I post. I want it to be meaningful and I want people to understand. 
So there's also work in that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than my work at work, trying to re- post the proper post, it, it takes a lot of thinking. Yeah. Trying to show people something that's that's key, that's essential. Mm-hmm. You know, I do a lot of uh, repiping and alteration. So most of my posts that you'll see on social media is uh, it's just rough, roughing pipes. I rarely post what I call a finished job. You know, when when the trim, the handles are on, when the toilet is on, when the sink is on. Yeah. People, I want people to understand that there's beauty behind the wall. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, just you open up the faucet, you take that for granted. Yeah, but little do you know the mechanism behind the wall, mm-hmm. and that takes this. Mm. Not just this. Once again, passion, dedication, hard work, integrity. You know, craftsmanship. Yeah. So it's a it's 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 a very it's 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 intense. You know what I live. Yeah, definitely. I like you that know. you. Ta- I like it that you take that to that level. You know, I, I think. I think. I wouldn't say it's a problem, but a lot of people in our trades they don't. They don't think of it like that. But uh, I think if you do, I think it adds more meaning to your own life and to your own journey in the trades. If you really remind yourself of that level, you know, one thing I've said it on the podcast before. Maybe you haven't heard it, but people will get sick of me saying this. But I, I love the idea and. And I talked to uh, Jared from Epitage. I know you're a big supporter of his clothing company. And, and I said the same thing yeah. to him. Um, and he said, ah, oh, that's exactly why. I, here's, a, here's a T-shirt, uh, Ancient Techniques on it. Um, that's a cool yeah. T-shirt. And he told yeah. me a story about it. And I kind of shared that story with him. And one thing I love about our trades, whether it be plumbing or carpentry, uh, especially those two, they're, they're really, they're the oldest ones, if you will. Um, the knowledge that's been passed down for literally thousands of years from one plumber to the next to the next to the next up until the present day you're a part of that chain you know um and that's i think that's fucking cool man (laughs) i love that yeah 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 Yeah, i I absolutely love that you know like i'll say you know when you're like when i'm using a string line on site i think man, the Egyptians, they set out the pyramid of Giza with a string line just like this. And I'm using it today to set out the foundation of this house. Yeah. Like that's fucking cool. You can't really do that. in a lot of other jobs, yeah, you, know? you, you can, it's, 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 um, the whole ancient techniques like you just mentioned from, from Epitage, from Jared, it, it is so true. Uh, uh, I, I mean, look at me. I, uh, I still do lead. Yeah. You know, I still pack, I still, connect two cast iron pipes with lead and oakum mm. you know and people are like i've had people make comments on my work they're like oh you're still plumbing like back in 1956 <laughs> and i'm like is that a compliment or what is it either or it's welcome like i welcome everything you know i don't i don't care if you're gonna criticize if you think it's old or new or it's cool or it's if it's whack or it's old school it's fine i mean that's just who i am that's what defines me and defines plumbing against everyone you know i take into account everything that i do whether i go uh with couplings with the rubber bands and and, and the stainless steel uh bracket or if i go with oakum and and and, and pour the the hot hot lead and and then just tack the the the, the pipe mm-hmm. and make a connection like 
I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I've had people ask me like, why don't you use this type of gasket? What we call a push gasket. And I'm like, yeah, I could, but it's just a preference. You know, I still believe that old school plumbing is more solid and more freaking durable than the new stuff. Mm. I feel like nowadays some of the new stuff is made for it to last a few years and then you go ahead and service and make a job. <laughs> yeah. So I rather pack and pour and then continue my, 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 my piping with the new, the new school type of plumbing material. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if I think if you look into my account, I think you've seen in both accounts, but I, I use string on threaded pipe yeah. to make a deal. You know, I, I, uh, I, I've learned to work with what I have. I've always said, it, uh, uh, a, a, Talented tradesperson will definitely adapt to its surroundings, meaning materials and tools. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I hosted the world plumbers uh, takeover. Yeah. And uh, there was this conversation about, uh, there was this other conversation on plumbers without borders and talking about plumbers going to the, these countries where sometimes they don't have the proper tools to do this, to do that, to work with this, with that. And I'm like, And I made a comment, like, if you're really, really talented and you're really up for the challenge, you'll work with what you have, you know? Perfect example. I mean, today I was in this building where I wasn't allowed to use a hammer drill or a chipping gun. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't. It's building rules and regulations. I'm not going to sit there and complain. I mean, I could have complained and made a big fuss about it. What did I do? I grabbed my hammer and I grabbed my my chisel, my to not 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 a wooden chisel, but a, a chisel to break cement, break rock, and I was there. Boom, 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 and finally I broke through. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I made a video and I, and I said, "I'm like my ancestors, the Aztecs and the Mayas, built pyramids without power tools." Mm-hmm. I can freaking break this. Yeah, exactly. And I broke through. Mm. I mean, it took a while, but I broke through, you know? Mm. And I found the pipe that I was looking for where I can go ahead and begin my plumbing. And uh, I was like, oh, snaps. No, I'm not allowed to use a hammer drill or a chipping gun, I guess, old school ways. Mm. You know? And that's what I'm telling you about. Like, that's, that's what I mean. When you're passionate about something... You'll make ends meet. You'll make it work. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, 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 I literally walk around with a book bag. It's a backpack, like this tool bag that I have just the essentials, the basics, you know, what I know I need. And I've done full renovations and repipings with that bag. Mm-hmm. Nothing fancy because it all, it's all here, you know, and here. Yeah. yeah, you know, I so. it happened, you know, mm. and uh, and if I come across a situation where it puts me to a hold, I look at it and I go, I'll work my way around it, and come back to it the next day or whatever day and get the proper tool for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not just gonna sit there and be like, "Geez, I can't work." <laughs> so it, 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 that's why I, I've said it. And 
if people listen to this conversation, it all begins with a passion. Yeah. If you're passionate about something, you'll find ways to make things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. it's it's just a, it's passion. You got to be passionate. You know, if if you have a passion for something, trust me, you'll you'll love what you do, and and, and you'll do it with with joy, and you'll make things happen, and you'll actually brag about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And just how it is. That's cool, man. Um, I'd love to just give you a quick chance to uh, tell people where they can find you and, and follow you. Um, we've spoken about the movements, but you're active on social media. How can people find you? And then, and then, you know, we've spoken about it a little bit, but what's something, maybe just one little piece of advice to other plumbers out there. What's one way that they can take plumbing to the next level themselves? I'll start off with that. I think yeah. to all my fellow plumbing sisters and brothers out there, if you want to take the plumbing trade to a newer, newer level, to a higher level of respect that's beneficial to the trade and to you as an individual, passion. You got to be passionate and, and, and integrity. Mm-hmm. I think th- those are keys. I mean, I would dare to say be passionate be integrated, dedicated, share the knowledge, and just be a hardworking individual. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Um, yeah, that, I mean, it's hard to put everything in one word, but yeah, passion. Passion goes a long way. Mm. If you're passionate about something, it, it definitely goes a long way. I tell you from my personal experience mm-hmm. and I know many other plumbers who plumbers who are so passionate about their, about the plumbing trade and they've gone far in the trade. So yeah, passion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Nice. <clears throat> so, so where can people find you at Hugo? Okay. Uh, I am mostly active in, uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram. Uh, Plumbing against everyone, simple as that. Just write it down like that, plumbing against everyone, and you'll see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely uh, Instagram. That's where I'm mostly active. Yep. And uh, if you do choose to follow me, I gladly appreciate the support. And you will not be, uh, 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 you won't regret following the page. You know, it's, it's, it's a page where I'm just trying to, show my sisters and brothers of the plumbing trade, uh, give them a sense of pride, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think Keep it mind, doing... don't, I, I, I don't know it all, but I strive to be a very knowledgeable plumber. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think you're doing a great job at it. You know, I'm, I'm not a plumber myself, but I really, I love your page. I watch all your videos. I, I like to read your posts. Um, it's just, you know, I think, it kind of transcends boundaries that passion that you've spoken about. You know, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how to do what you're doing, but I can, I can relate to it. And I think that's really cool, you know, but of course, plumbers even better, they'll know exactly what you're doing or they'll learn something and they'll be able to interact. So yeah, definitely. I would, I would say to anyone listening, go and follow plumbing against everyone. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a great page and, and Hugo's a great guy. So I just want to kind of wrap it up, Hugo, and to say thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Um, it's been a pleasure to hear your story and, and you explain 
your movement in in the detail that you have so yeah thank you very much anytime my brother um you already know you follow me on social media uh we've exchanged uh contact info so uh anything i can help your podcast with i'm here man i'm just a email away or a zoom video call away right okay Cheers, it brother. was a pleasure having you i mean it, it was a pleasure being your podcast and most importantly thank you for giving me and giving many others a voice you know a, a platform where they can actually hear our voice and kind of like get familiar with what we say and what we're all about you know thank you brother yeah i appreciate that that's what i'm trying to do all right thanks for listening friends if like me you enjoy conversations about the love of building and creating then please consider subscribing to this show leaving a review wherever you get your podcasts thanks very much to hugo for coming on the show i really enjoyed this conversation there's a lot to take away from this one it was awesome a, a really good chat you know as tradespeople i feel that maybe we don't often have talks like this so they could seem foreign to some but i would repeat hugo's sentiments and say that as a community we shouldn't be afraid to, to be more vocal about our stories and the work that we do. We should be proud of what we do because it's valuable. This sense of integrity has to start from within and we can't lose sight of that for the good of us all. You can follow Hugo and his movement Plumbing Against Everyone at Instagram Plumbing Against Everyone. Check out his site for swag as well, plumbingagainsteveryone.bigcartel.com. Thanks again to you, friend, for your time and your support. I really appreciate it. If you think you have something to offer and can top this episode, then hit me up. You can follow me on Instagram at chipawaycarpenter to keep up to date with what's happening on the podcast and... Until the next one, keep chipping away.